We use spreadsheets and data every single day to help us figure some things out in life. So why not do the same to help you find the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with? Today, you're going to meet a man who is doing just that. And some of his criteria are, well, you'll see. Hi, I'm Matt Hayes, and this is episode number 14 of Meet a Stranger. Stranger number 14 is an interesting character. He's 42, straight, single, and looking for a wife. He hasn't found what he's looking for where he's been, so to help him figure out where to go to find the right woman for him, he's created a spreadsheet full of criteria for what he wants to find, and using this formula, he's hoping that it's going to help show where on planet Earth he just might find this woman. I'm warning you, some of the criteria he shares just might surprise you. But his reasoning why he's doing this I think is fascinating. Take a listen. How old are you? 42. And you are hoping to find a partner? Yeah, well, wife. You told me that you are, built this kind of unique system to finding the person that you want to marry. Tell me about it. I think a lot of finding anything is about location, right? You have to be in the right place to find what you want. I found that my specific interests as far as who I think would make a good wife and hopefully mother to our children. The odds in this location and some of other places I've frequented are not as high. So what I did is I thought, okay, where would that sort of woman be? And took the best available data, did a little bit of a market sizing, and, and the next step is to go put myself in those locations. So what data did you grab? What are kind of the criteria that you use? Is this like in a spreadsheet? Right, right, right. So, the, you know, every time you add a requirement or you add uh, a sort of non-negotiable, you reduce the population size. I'm 42, right? So clearly serendipity hasn't worked. So I wanted to use a blue sky framework to put it that way, right? So I, I took the entire world and then I sort of took data that's you know, publicly available data, for example, on prevalence of certain religious beliefs in, in, in a country or rates of obesity within a country, average age at first marriage within a country, right? So um, obviously if people are married before you get there, then that's not super useful. So I, so I took that data to see, okay, which countries would relatively... So th there, are, there are two things to think of, right? So one is the total size of market, and the second is the intensity of the market. What do we mean? So if you are looking for non-visible factors, right? I can, walking down the street, tell that somebody is about yay high and yay wide, but I can't necessarily tell their political persuasion, generally speaking, right? Um, and to the extent that you can, maybe that's a negative signal, right? Mm -hmm. uh, at least for me, that would be. So the intensity allows you to say, okay, of women who would, on first glance, be seem to be in your market, what share of them would actually be in your market? So that's one. And then there's just a second question of, just raw numbers of how many people are there. So let's say, for example, you were looking for a black woman who travel. Now, if I'm in China and I see a black woman, 
there's a pretty good chance that she likes to travel. If you're looking for black women, I don't know, Africa might be a better bet. Let's go back to the criteria that you're utilizing the data. What are the most important data points that you're using and why are they important to you? I would say the most restrictive criteria, it would be impolitic for me to mention. So let me use another one. All right. <laughs> right? Um, so two things that I care about. One are obesity rates and STD rates. And, you know, World Health Organizations, um, when you get into the country level, the CDC or, or, or local health organizations can kind of give you a sense of what is the prevalence of STDs in particular regions or provinces, right? And that's just not something, you can't just walk down the street and, and, and tell, oh, wait, uh, mm -hmm. there's a good chance this person has, I don't know, HIV or something. Where are you originally from? Um, so I, I was born in Jamaica okay. um, and spent a good chunk, not just a good chunk, damn near all my adult life in the U.S. You said serendipity hasn't worked for you. Do you still have hope about that? Do you believe that there is an element of timing that's involved in this too? Or do you think being fully analytical is the way you need to go with this? So there is always a double coincidence problem, which, which is a, a little bit of, a, I guess, is serendipitous, right? So even if I do meet somebody who sort of clears the criteria, there's, and even if I think, okay, in advance, what would such a person want? What would such a person be looking for? I mean, there's, there's still a whole bunch of randomness, right? Yeah. So, so there's a, I guess there's serendipity in me wanting her and her wanting what I have to offer. So if anything, you're kind of getting yourself closer to creating that type of serendipitous moment. Right. I, I think you, you know, tilt the table, tilt the odds in your favor. And, and to be honest, we do this with literally everything we claim to care about, right? Mm. So if, if you are interested in working, I don't know, in technology, everybody and their mother would say it's stupid of you to go move to Iowa. Sorry, Iowa. Don't take it personal. But they would say, hey, you know what you should do? You should probably consider San Francisco, right? Um, if you were thinking of being a coal miner, everybody would say, you know, Florida, I don't know. Right. Mm -hmm. But West Virginia, you know, that might be a good look for you if you, you know, want to dig up black rocks in the dirt. Similar with finance to New York. Um, I think that people are really, really comfortable being thoughtful about what they do for 40 hours of their week. But they're not so comfortable being thoughtful about, you know, something that should be the entirety of their life. And, and that to me, I think is probably too much TV. And what do you mean? Um, I, I think there is a story that Disney and, uh, and other mm. companies like that tell about, oh, there's this magic and yeah. it just happens and it's just beautiful and, and you're going to feel great and, and until you don't, in which case you need to go leave and go. F and, and I think that that's, that causes a lot of the problems that we see in, in, in with family breakdown, etc., where, where we have a set of expectations about this domain um, that we just would think silly to apply to any other domain that we think worthy of spending time thinking about. Oh boy. 
I mean, yes, putting yourself in a place where you might find what you're looking for as a smart strategy. If you live in a small town your entire life, you're going to see the same people and have a smaller pot to potentially meet a match versus, say, moving to New York City. It's good to get out of your bubble. But to what extent does analytics bring an actual match you can connect with? You can argue that all the apps do that, but the apps are more designed to keep you on the app, not actually meet somebody. Plus, so much of dating today feels to be just a search to have the right partner to have a kids and family with. I mean, if that's important to you, great. But when you're laying next to your partner on a random Friday night, are you going to think about how well they matched with the criteria on your spreadsheets that you created? When it's all said and done, when it comes to love and relationships, it's still about the human connection. I'm not really sure that's something you can create a formula for in an Excel spreadsheet. But there is one thing I do 100% agree on. Television and pop culture, yeah, it's created a version of love and relationships that meets a bar that is just not real. We'll talk more about that soon. Thanks to Stranger Number 14 for being so candid with me. Best of luck on your search. And thank you, dear listener, for taking time to meet a stranger today. Let me know what you think about this episode. I'm sure there's going to be some thoughts. Slide into my DMs on all of those evil social media channels. You can find me at Go Meet a Stranger. Until tomorrow, I'm Matt Hayes. Onward. Thank you.